Professor Brian Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Do you need me to introduce myself? I should introduce myself, right? Yes. Since now we are meeting for the first time. Yes. Okay. So um I'm I'm Sarah. So I don't know why I'm sweating though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's warm. Is it warm where you are? No, it's it's Uthiru, my friend. It's it's cold. Yeah, you should not be sweating. Because yeah. you see, I'm in Kitengel and it's cold. I'm wearing a jumper. Mm. I'm wearing a hoodie rather. Mm-hmm. And a Marvin, yeah. all right. They call it a Mboshori. Mboshori. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you should not be sweating. But I'm sorry. Uh-huh. You're telling. You're saying. Yeah. So I'm Sarah Nyanchera. Nyakeri. Nyanchera means born on the road. I am from the Kisi and Meru community. I feel like that's as much as people say it's not important. It's not. I don't know tribal, but I feel like it's part of me as a human being. Um, I am an MSc student at JQuat, uh, doing uh-huh. uh, molecular biology and bioinformatics. I just finished my fellowship, um, the project part uh, at International Livestock Research Institute, where I was looking for new vaccines for uh, bacterial pneumonia that affects cattle. I, sorry, wanted to say something. No, I was just. Uh-huh. Well, listening. <laughs> oh, okay. Um yeah, I'm I'm passionate about um uh, science communication. Um uh so I heard or have, I don't know, a company called Science Media Africa where I was trying to see how I can use different communication tools to communicate science to the general public so that they know what's going on and how it can help help them like for example what i'm doing how it can help someone who's in farming for example um um yeah so since uh before that i used to i used to write i used to figure out how to use different tools different music comedy um uh, articles social media all kinds of i was just trying i was in the face of trying to figure out how to synchronize that then that's when i got the fellowship and i couldn't write anymore i was very busy in the lab and mm-hmm. i had i bought a mic i thought i should still journal so i th- bought a mic this boy a mic the condenser mic yeah yeah i bought that and one of those tough days i was having i just talked into the mic and uploaded it and it became my first um episode podcast yeah, of this vulnerable scientist. I actually didn't. It was supposed to be a personal journal. Then I sent it to some people who are in academia who are doing their PhD and MSc. And they're mm. like, I'd like to come to your podcast and to talk about you know the things that people don't talk about. It's not about science, really. It's just about the things, are, the struggles, the lows and highs that come with you know doing being a scientist in general. Yeah, so from then on, I've been either people coming to want to talk about their stories, um, 
scientists who different kinds of scientists doing different kinds of science um and also I approach people who want to promote something, maybe on the podcast or something, uh, just to tell oh. their stories of how to, could they got to where they are. So um, I've just I've just started uh, when I stopped my contract, like when the contract stopped for my fellowship. I thought I should uh, venture strongly into podcasting, and I thought I should connect. I started connecting with different people who are in podcasting, the podcasting scene. So when I was in that um, stand-up collective thingy, I saw your T-shirt, um, and I was like, okay, so that's one of the people who are in podcasting. So I would like to have a conversation with him and see, um, uh, just talk about just one pod- podcast to another. And also, uh-huh. I thought thought it would be nice to bring someone who's not in science. Generally, I don't know if you're in science. I don't know your background really. I just know. You're in comedy, um, and you're doing podcasting. Um, yeah, so I thought it would be nice to bring someone else who is in the Kenyan scene in terms of podcasting and who has hard experience in podcasting and who's currently in it. So I thought it would be a good guest in this. All right, thanks. Man. Um, interesting, interesting. It's interesting how you got into this uh, podcasting um thing so i've 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 checked out your page and there seems to be a lot of interest in your in your in your podcast and I feel like that's good because you know like the science community is very closed, yeah, and then some of the terminologies that are used are very you know intimidating, so guys are like just like ah all right, but some of the most interesting people are scientists. Mm-hmm. And if you look at podcasts like Joe Rogan, uh, who all podcasters look up to, mm-hmm. he tries to bring in people like you, people like the people in your community, just to talk about the things you're working on, but in a more palatable manner, mm-hmm. which I think is lacking. Mm, yeah. So, so yeah. All right. I can also give you a background about myself. My name is Emmanuel Kisiangani. Uh, the the G has an apostrophe. Yeah, I just so it's kisya, <laughs> nga, nga. But I just prefer just telling us kisiangani because the pronunciation tutorial is normally hard work. Okay. So, um, I I've been doing art for uh, professionally. I'm a graphic designer actually. That's what I you know I'm naturally gifted at. Mm. So I did it for years, but in 2013. I used to sit back and I'm like, I used to watch a show called Tasker Project Fame. And I used to see another guy there called Dr. Mitch. Dr. Mitch was the host of Tasker Project Fame. Did you ever watch it? Mm, I heard about it. Uh, you heard about it, yes. Yeah, I've watched the YouTube stuff. Yes, so they had a show called Tasker Project Fame. And this Dr. Mitch was imported all the way from Uganda to host it. And it was really good. But I was asking myself, Yanni, there is no Kenyan guy who can host a show of this caliber. Mm. And something inside me was telling me, ah, you can do this, you can do this. So I tell guys around me, but they know me, I can host, I can host. Obviously, I had no experience, Mm. but I had a lot of interests. So I decided to venture into, you know, stage. I started looking for stages. And one of the most open stages was the Churchill Show stage, Mm -hmm. because they had some sort of structure. Mm. 
you go there on Tuesday, they let you on stage uh, if you're good enough by Thursday. So I went there after a couple of months, I got myself on stage for the first time. Mm. Obviously, it wasn't easy. Um, but after a couple of, I think about a year, they let me host one of the segments. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Open Mic. Okay. So Open Mic was a part of the show where um, like new comedians would come on stage. So it would be new comedians, Open Mic. There's a guy called MC Jesse. Mm-hmm. would do another show called Churchill Raw, mm-hmm. and then Churchill would come and host his show, Churchill Show. Mm-hmm. So I hosted that for many, many months, um, then many, many years, actually. And then in 2017, we I broke off. I, I broke off because I was like, I needed something better. I needed to communicate to an audience which was, which I, uh, we are on the same vibration on. Because the, the other audience was very niche, you know, people in shags. The show would go to places like Kisi, Kisumu. Mm-hmm. And I, I never felt like I was connecting with those guys. So we, I broke off. Um, then I met a friend of mine called Doug Mutai. I don't know if you met him during the comedy show you attended. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, so we decided to start a local Kenyan English comedy stand-up scene. Mm-hmm. So um, Doug was like, yeah, that, that's dope. Let's do it. Because Doug had experience with comedy from Canada. Mm. So we started off. We saw three people in the audience. You know, it was very hard to start. And, uh, you know, we've been on that till now. Mm-hmm. So the show you attended is mm-hmm. is a result of that meeting we had with Doug those days. Obviously, mm-hmm. and a lot of work behind the scenes. So now, during that period, because comedy... You know, that comedy thing, uh, it, it hadn't even broken even yet. Mm. Um, as I was, I, I used to, I, I, I'd be called for appearances. I'd go to some TV shows. I went to The Trend on uh, MTV. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'd go, I appear for a couple of shows. Then these guys don't call me back, you know. Mm. So I, was, uh, I hung out, I was chilling with a friend of mine. I was like, why don't we start our own YouTube show? Because these guys keep calling. Because my friend, his name is Eric. My friend Eric, he also had the same predicament. He was going for shows, then they don't call him back. Mm. So we're like, why don't we create our own platform? Mm. So we created a, a show called Bare Knuckles on YouTube. So we just hung out with my friend Eric and just Bare shared stories. Yeah, Bare Knuckles. Oh, Bare Knuckles. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bare Knuckles. Because mm. the idea was, you know, just the conversations we have off camera, we have them on camera. So uh, we'd sit down. Eric was, I was more of the straight man. Eric was the, you know, the, you know, the guy with many, many stories. So I would, we'd just trade stories like that. Mm -hmm. So as a result of that, um, I was called to host a radio show Mm -hmm. at a station called uh, Spice FM um, at Standard, at Standard, Standard, Standard Media Group. Mm. So so they called Eric and I to go and host a, a, a radio show from 7 p.m. It was going from 7 p.m. till 10. Mm-hmm. So we went in there. The show did really well. You know, it was, uh, you know, the ratings were really looking good. It was me, Eric, and some chick. Her name, was, her name is Barbara. Mm-hmm. But after about a year, a year and a half, uh, company politics drove us out of there. Mm-hmm. 
we weren't getting you know along with those that corporate structure and the guys we were working with huh? mm-hmm. so eric was like ah this is too much stress me i'm out so me was like ah you and me i can't stay here me i'm out so naturally, when I, we left, everyone now decided to build their own thing. So Eric went on to start his own uh, things that he does online. And then I came up and decided I'm going to start my own podcast. So that is how, uh, basically, in a nutshell, the Kiss Yangani podcast was born. But now I've really summarized it in... A very short time but all these steps mm. to the point where you saw me in a t-shirt with my podcast name on it mm. it was a very long period of you know false starts i start i stop i ignore it i bench it i come back so by the time you i was i'm meeting you that's that's now when now um i decided to give the podcasts um, the attention it deserved mm. yes Okay, great. Um, I'm curious, why why podcasting? Yes, you're hosting a show uh, on radio, but what is that thing that made you think of podcasting? Uh, podcasting is, like, it's one of the most brilliant things, I think, for an artist, okay? Mm. Because, number one, when you start a podcast, normally when you when when you start off unless you're the luckiest person on the earth mm-hmm. when you start off it is it's not even making any money mm-hmm. right yeah. it's not making any money so that means the things that you're going to be doing are mm-hmm. things from your soul like no one is no one is even paying you to do this thing mm-hmm. it is you creating your own your own time creating your own schedule mm-hmm. and you keep going and going and going meaning the thing that you're going to communicate is your essence you can't fake it yeah like it's so hard to fake it on a podcast yeah and then number two since you're communicating your essence you're going to attract the real people who are interested in you know especially those initial years when you're lying you're flying low and no one knows about you Mm. you're only going to attract people who are interested in those things that you're saying yeah and it's a very passionate and very uh, loyal audience like a rabid for there are few but in my experience mm. it's a rabid following because this guy he's not following you he or she is not following you because you know you have a, a million followers mm. they're not following you because maybe you paid something for them they're just following you because they like you yeah. whether there are two viewers or four viewers on your Mm-hmm. on your live stream or on your audio yeah. you know they they don't care them they just care about you yeah and the, what so, are you talking about yes mm. and then uh so now as a result of that brick by brick the difference between podcasting and say being on radio mm. when you're on radio like we were for two years mm. we built the show from zero to almost over like when they put up a clip it would have maybe three hundred thousand views but now those views remain with the radio station. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't get any echo. Yeah, you disagree. Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. So, mm-hmm. um, I was saying the, the views that it goes yes. to the radio. Yes, I was saying those views go to the radio station. But whatever we are doing now, 
you post it right now or you share it for the the lifetime of this thing which would be for the rest of your life mm-hmm. uh, you'll get all the credits and all the like the fans mm-hmm. and the consumers are yours mm-hmm. all right but yeah. when you do podcasting you own the audience more or less yeah so it's it's like it's like you know building your own house versus renting so when you're living in a rented apartment it can be fancy can have a nice finishing blah 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 Mm -hmm. and it has you know but it'll never be yours yeah but if you build your own home it comes with its own issues Mm -hmm. like the maintenance is yours Mm -hmm. you know you love to be paying the the land rates and stuff but the the house still belongs to you you know 20 years down the line so i think normally when i meet all artists, uh, you know, I've not met scientists yet, um, but most of the people I meet, I just tell them, have you started, start something, you know, just open exactly what you did. Get your microphone and start talking into a mic because mm. this is building you. Mm. Uh, forget about TV. If TV comes and they give you money, thank God for that. But yeah. always have your own thing running, your podcast, your own YouTube channel, your own Twitter space. I think that's that's where the future is right now. I love that you gave an example of a house. Like that's just my bigger something. Like you just see like a house is yours. It'll always be yours. But someone's house in my rent, it's 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 a different thing. It's a different yeah, thing. I, lo- I love that example. Yes, like yesterday we were watch we were we had a show in the C B D. Uh we 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 normally call them roasts, you mm-hmm. know, like so somebody famous comes there, then people, them. comedians roast them. Huh? Mm. So you say you are roasting uh, this lady called Sanai Pei Tande. Mm-hmm. So when I was researching Sanai Pei Tande's story, Sorry, she that, said... Is that my noise? Just wait a minute. Yeah, there's some noise on your end. Is it an airplane? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, no, yeah. I don't know. There's a line here. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. There's, a, there's a flight path. Yeah. I noticed after Kuhama. Join us in the dust and the chaos. No, I realized about that line after Nimehamia some days ago. So. Oh, you've just moved there recently? Yeah. Ah, where were you before that? I was still in Othero, but in a different space. Uh, oh. But there's a line here just where... I am right now. But it's not too bad. Even now, where I am, there's, there's an airplane passing. Can you hear it? No. Eh? The governor didn't want us to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they are sending planes. Chekituma moja udhiru na ingine utume hapo kitengela. Wanaongea vitu important. Okay. So, roasting sanapa kitande. Oh, yes. Um, mm. So we were roasting Sanai Pei. Mm. And uh, as I was researching her story, mm. uh, she says there was once she was uh, on radio, she was working for Easy FM. Mm. And then she was in studio doing her thing. But before she got into the studio, she got a message from her GM saying, mm. after you're done, come to my office. Mm. So she's like, ah, what the heck is this? So she does her show, mm. finishes, goes to the GM's office, finds the HR. Mm-hmm. Uh, director over there finds the GM and uh, I don't know who else. And then they just tell her, 
don't come tomorrow and give her a check. Mm. So she was basically fired. Mm. So from there, she just tumbled and went down and started doing karaoke. She mm. couldn't pay her rent. She had to move back home. Mm. So when I was on radio, mm. one of the things I'm happy about is I didn't stay long enough to depend on that, on, on so. that system for my my sustenance. Because huh? mm. now it's like they call it a, a, a rug pull in cryptocurrency. Like you're just standing on the rug. Somebody just pulls the rug under your feet mm. and you're, you're gone because you, the network didn't belong to you. Yeah. So now you have to go and start doing karaoke. But but now if you if you start on your podcast, say now, mm. and give it 10 years, I'm sure you'll not be where you are now. Mm-hmm. That is if so I still as, keep doing it. Yes, yeah. so long as you keep doing it, I am very confident uh, you know, that you will not be where you are today and you'll be owning that infrastructure. So I think... Um, everyone, everyone who's interested, especially for us who are artists, mm. um, I, I think it's it's uh, it's something very important that people should jump into. What happened to the graphic design uh, skill? It's, it's still there, it but but I don't use it much. I mm. think I've, I only use it for the people who really knew I used to be into graphic design. Mm. So I have just uh you know a few niche clients who come and say Emmanuel do for me this do for me that um I don't do I I also have uh, it's important that I mentioned this mm. I also have when I was when I was on radio I I also started vlogging mm-hmm. so I also have uh a channel on YouTube it's called Houses with Emmanuel Kisiangani no, it's called Kisiangani something. <laughs> <laughs> I am Shame telling you. <laughs> I am telling you the name. Okay. Oh, but you removed it, it. The title of the of the of the channel is Emmanuel Kisiangani. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you check the videos, mm. you'll see uh, the 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 name of the show is called Houses with Emmanuel Kisiangani. Oh, okay. Oh, so. Uh huh. So what I do is, I don't know if you've seen it, but... I've seen it. That's why I was already (laughs) jumping and saying, no, that's not the name. (laughs) (laughs) You're actually correct. So so I decided I'm going to go around and record houses and Mm. just post them on my channel. Mm. Um, By the way, that was part of my effort to... You remember I was telling you I used to be invited and then I'm not called back. Yeah. So I was doing this to show the world that I can actually host. <laughs> I was like, I can host. People need to see me hosting. Mm. So I went, I used to go, uh, we record a house, then I post. But I used to make the house tour very relaxed and, and uh, you know, not formal. You know, like this, this is the mm. sitting room. This mm. is the bedroom. Mm. This is the toilet. So just have very light-hearted conversations with the camera mm. and it took off it did really well mm. um it started slow just like the podcast said slow but after a while it just took off right now it has about 8000 subscribers yeah. um although i am at a place where i want to change it up mm-hmm. i want to start doing houses outside kenya um okay. I want to go to Rwanda, I want to go to Uganda, I want to go to Senegal, because mm. I, I feel like 
I feel like so many people are doing it, so I need to do it slightly differently. Mm. So sorry, I can just grab a niche audience. So the reason I mentioned that is that now is what I use to... From that, I've gotten quite a number of clients. Mm. So basically, that is what I use to make my money on a month-to-month basis. Wait, you've gotten a lot of clients on what exactly? On that YouTube houses thing. Oh. Yes. So I when people know... call me, they're like, come record my house. Uh... Like, So I go, I record, I charge them, and then I go on to the next one. Some are recurring clients who I work with on a month-by-month basis. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I just mentioned that to show that you can start from, you know, basically nothing with these online things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it reaches a place where it, it gives you your bread and butter. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, Nikisiangani Amani, the fire, fire network, fire podcast network, which is which? Fire podcast network is, uh, is, is, is where I just do the podcast. So I'm just sitting and talking about life issues. Oh. That is now a podcast on its own. Uh-huh. Then the Kisengani is... And then Imano Kisengani, this one for houses, is no, a vlog. No, th- that's that's a different thing, right? The yes, it's, it's a totally a different, different thing. thing. Yeah, but I'm asking the podcast itself. Is it the pod- podcast, Fire Podcast Network? Because I can see on Spotify, this Kisengani podcast. The Kisengani okay, podcast. Let, let, me, let me break down what I'm doing with that. Okay. The, the, the Fire Podcast Network is... Mm is um is like is like you know i was working at the radio station the radio station was called spice fm mm. so spice fm was the the house we were living in so inside the house there was a room called adults in the room so adults in the room was my our show mm-hmm. and then there was another show for the afternoon spice drive mm. then there was another show for the morning called uh uh, the situation room. So okay. my vision for for this fire podcast network is mm-hmm. it's not it's just not going to be me. Mm, so different. so I plan to yes I plan to uh, the the fire podcast network is just going to be like the studio. Mm-hmm. In fact, part of my plans is to get a space mm-hmm. in the CBD mm-hmm. and then I just create a studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now that studio will be called fire podcast network. So every Every day, different people will be coming in to do different shows. Mm. So currently, the show that is there is the Kisiangani podcast, which is mine. Mm-hmm. But now, the vision is not is just not for me to just be doing my own podcast. I want to help anyone else who has a voice just to come to the studio, and then they do their podcast from there. So my 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 goal is just bigger than. Then just, it's bigger than just me sitting and doing a podcast. I want other people to come there and be able to host their podcast from there. So now them, they don't have to think of going to buy a mic or mm-hmm. to go and buy a, a roadcaster or to buy cameras or live streaming equipment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just want a space where somebody can walk in, do their show and just walk out. Then us, we worry about broadcasting the show. Awesome. That, that's awesome. Um... That's a great way to broaden. Because that's what I actually thought that's what you were doing when I saw the Fire Podcast Network. Because like, it's like a space for authentic conversations. Yes. Yeah. 
But that's what, one of the things that actually attracted me to this podcast. Because like, no, my podcast is about um, the themes are authenticity and honesty. And mm-hmm. that's why I, actually, I was attracted to that. I was like, and I also like the conversation that you're having with the podcast, mm-hmm. now the Kisiangani mm-hmm. podcast, the discussion that you're having there. Because um, the important discussions, mm-hmm. it's, and it's more about vulnerability. Yeah. 